Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Well, let's welcome our producer. Does a great job in producing this show, Sam Fantasia. And Sam, uh, another pretty good week of finals. I thought perhaps the last one was a bit of a non-event. Yeah, I thought there were two good games of football over the weekend and uh, only one of them was in the AFL. AFL, yeah. yeah. I thought the uh, Norwood versus Adelaide game on Sunday was fantastic, um, keeping my biases aside. Um, but I, we kicked it off on Friday night with Melbourne versus Brisbane. Melbourne coming from behind and um, kicked it off very nicely with the Delta Goodrum national anthem. Yeah, she was good, I must admit. But you made a great point how the fade-outs, and we spoke about that earlier, the fade-outs of uh, the Demons, they've been in front so many times. Seven and, times this season. Now... No Darren Burgess, but uh, Simon Goodwin denying the fact that it was it was fitness uh, based. Fitness. Yeah, I thought that was just. I think Malcolm yeah. rolled his eyes when you get run over all the time. I think it's got something to do with fitness. But... Well, it probably has a bit. I mean, I've always felt and this. This sounds funny, but I always felt when you're two goals down at half time or or you're struggling in the second quarter, you as a coaching group or a coach have to do something at half time to make it all unchanged. You know, to because it's not working. Yeah. So whatever plan you're going with's gone. So at half time, you get the chance to readjust. And I just got a funny feeling that Simon Goodwin, because of what they've been through, they've got the premiership, there's a group that he trusts. Up by a couple uh, of goals. goals. He just says, well, they'll get us out of it. In the meantime, the other coach has actually made some subtlety changes. And like last week with the Brisbane, getting up is the same reason. They made the subtle changes, people, people playing on different people, yeah. and all of a sudden the scoreboard goes. I love the ferocity of Berry. I mean, Oliver's hard. Yeah. Oliver's a hard nut, mm. but Malcolm Berry, he went in hard, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And obviously got the votes from the coaches. And I think that's what it's mean. I mean, they had a tagger, well, sort of a tagger, but then he, it didn't work. He got work. ball too. Oh, Berry yeah. got ball. Oh, yeah, he did too. He kicked a goal too. So, yeah, I know. I, I just think sometimes you sit on your hands as a coach because you think it's going all right. And I think uh, this year... Probably Simon and the group, they've been caught out a little bit. How much of that is, do you think, is hunger after winning last year's you know, flag, becoming the hunted rather than the hunters? Yeah, I've never found that to be a case because yeah. when you're playing, all you see ball, get ball. Do you know what I mean? Now, in the lead up to the week, you think, geez, we've had a good run. We've beaten this mob by 10 goals yeah. twice in a row, yeah. whatever. They've lost 14 yeah, in a row yeah. in MCG. So, look, you, you might go there and you just, although, see, they still got in front. Now, what you think when they came back, you might think, oh, we're going to still be okay here. We're going to be all right because we've beaten them by 10 goals. And all of a sudden, you only, yeah. need, you only need two or three players just not to crack in. And I mean crack in and really crack in. Uh, I, and, and, and it changes quickly. I just feel they've had a sense of entitlement. I've said yeah. this for a while now. There's something about Melbourne that it's, it's going to come good. I mean, Goodwin hasn't changed his tack and that's, he's a premiership coach. But I feel some of the players uh, perhaps think they're a little bit better than some of the others. I don't know, Malcolm. David, as I said at the start of the show, I went through it today, or over the weekend actually. In the last 14 games that Melbourne played, they lost eight and only won six. Yeah. 
That's not premiership stuff, no. is it? And in any year. Yeah, they kept on peddling the theme. We'll be yeah. right. We'll be yeah. right. But often you're not all right, are no, you? No, no. Absolutely yeah. not. Uh, just quickly, Jared Berry gets off tomorrow night. You reckon down yeah. to, from intentional well, to can't, careless? You can't give him, when you got your throat, you know, you can't yeah. breathe in that. You can't even see his eyes. Yeah. If he could, he might have reached out for the Jets crackers there, Bloody, Just get him off. But <laughs> hey, he, he couldn't. That, that happened a bit too in the old days, mate. Wish they had close-ups of that in the old days. Uh, Saturday night, the Pies beat Fremantle 79-59. to 59. I thought the cutting to Malcolm off air, the game was won in the first quarter. The, yeah. Never looked like losing, did they? No. no. Three, four goals up. I was, I was talking to Sam about it. I've seen so many finals. I reckon 80, 85%, a massive number. If you get, other than the Melbourne game, of course, if you get that three or four goal break early in the game, it seems to just yeah. transgress all through the game, doesn't it? They've just got you for that 10 or 15 minutes. And, and they kicked three late goals, yeah, sure. didn't they? Yeah. I mean, the game was over. Yeah, it yeah. never, ever looked like winning. In fact, no. they were pretty disappointing. But the manic pressure of Collingwood, um, McRae's playing exciting footy, but they also do the little things right, the, the tackling and the shepherding and the blocking and the hard running. That's what they do. Well, and the coaches gave Jordan Ngoi the votes. And... Mate, when he kicked that goal, it was a step and a half. Bang! It wasn't. It was just powerful. Yeah. Powerful. Right when they needed it. You're a right. big fan of Darcy Moore, aren't you? Oh, you, yeah. The amount of times he comes in and, and intercepts. Yeah. Very yeah, good and, and he's a good mark too. I mean, that's why I like him. He actually, a bit like you, David, you could do both, mark it and... Well, defenders, you've got to read the ball, don't you? Yeah, that, absolutely. That's part of, the, part of the thing. But absolutely. he was good. But McRae, I mean, seriously. I mean, perhaps they weren't as bad as they... 17th showed last year. Well, they weren't, were they? That's where that's where they finished. That's where they landed. Um, but what they're playing more attacking footy than Of course Nathan they are. Nathan and and I think what, what actually happens, and I, you know, I won't tell you the discussion I had with Nathan Buckley some years ago, but, I mean, eventually you've got to free blokes up to play footy. Now, if you're going to highlight everything about team defence, that's it's all going to be about yeah. defence. So you give tack, you almost give the attack away. You've always said you only need to kick one more point. No yeah. position. Yeah. Well, that, I reckon always, it, actually every game this year, actually, bar one, which was a draw, they've all been the same. When I think about it, you coached a lot like you played. You're very attacking football. A lot of the, the other coaches have been, you know, the back pockets, the halfback flankers, uh, mm. their first point. Mind you, mm. Nathan Buckley wasn't like that, but he, he coached defensively. Mm. Mm, okay. Mm. That's a mm. 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 Um, interesting uh, couple of talking points as well I wanted to touch on. Uh, the Dockers at the start of the year, we predicted them to go 8-2 and two after the first 10 rounds. Just be a, a watch for next year to see what their fixture brings and whether they'll have as an impressive year. They need a couple of forwards. Tabana yeah. let him down. When he played and when he didn't play, they need him up and firing. And Mate, they're going to lose a they're going to lose half a dozen players if you read everything you can see. Lob moment. looks like he's gone. Uh, we, you, know, you can't rely on Fife anymore. Um, the young kid, I thought, looked okay up for you. He's only playing second and third game. He might be okay. But they need to bring another player in the, into Fremantle. But I, 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 he's a good coach. I, I, when you look through their side, they haven't got a lot of stars. They've got their back line right, I think. Yeah, their back line's good. Young you, and you, You've seen all the names. I've got them here. I could read them. Oh, oh Akers. Yeah, I mean, there's heaps Lob. of them. Yeah, all of them. There's six names being bandied around. I, I, I just I, I thought, wow. Oh, Griffin Logue. Griffin Logue. I'll give yep. you three. Yeah. And I'm running out of uh, no, ideas. No, no, no. You keep going. So do you think they'll expect them to improve again next year? Or I, no. I think they'll probably stay about the same rung of the ladder because they'll have a harder draw. They don't have the brilliance of, of the 
uh, Geelong or even Melbourne, the match winners, those guys. And Sydney. Sydney got match winners too. And, yeah. and Collingwood. You say you're right. They'll... And um, a great career by David Mundy as well. Oh, yeah. Well he could have gone on. Yeah, well done. I think he wanted to, Malcolm. I think, I think he, he wanted did to go too. on. I think he got the tap, tap, tap on the shoulder. But, yeah, um, great I'd... player. Also looking forward to see how the uh, Pies go on the smaller SCG with their manic coast-to-coast sort of game style. Remember, they, that was the only game they lost in a whole big run yeah. of all those wins by less than a goal or 10 I think the record at Sydney's okay not, overall. Not, oh, the Swans have won nine and lost two, if my quick numbers before are correct at the SCG. Oh, this year? Yeah, I'm not sure about it. I think Collingwood are, Collingwood are one of the few teams that seem to play away very well. Mm. You know, they, they've upset Brisbane. They've gone – they smashed Fremantle in Perth this year. So they beat Adelaide. They beat uh, Port Adelaide. So they play away pretty well. Yeah. Uh, just quickly, the sand for a weekend result. The all-new mm. Kia Nero, available in hybrid and all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. You're pointing at Malcolm? Yes. <laughs> uh, um, Norwood, congratulations. And we've, uh, as we know, we spoke with Matt Panos earlier – and look, it was a good solid win, a great turnaround, a great turnaround from a club that'd been whacked two weeks beforehand by the same team. And that, I've seen this happen many, many times. One, yeah. one gets, they don't mean to get ahead of themselves, but they're pretty confident yep. about what they're about to do. And all of a sudden, this brick wall comes up against you. And you think, hang on, this wasn't as hard last time we played them. What's going on? It was dang- and that's in a whole observation. It's very even, isn't it, oh, the game? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm struggling to pick a winner. I think Nord have progressing in North Adelaide obviously had the week's rest and they've probably beaten each other during the year. So it's and I think what it will do is get an extra ten thousand people to the game, which, you know, all these whinges about the Crows, well there you go. You got what you wanted, they're out. But uh, I think the crowd, you know, they, they could get thirty to thirty five thousand, I think, North Nord. Yep, I yeah, think it's great. Uh, That'd be an interesting game. I I'm still impressed with North Adelaide's pace. You know, their speed through the ground, over the ground. Some big bodies too. It's yeah. um, Whereas the Crows had the uh, younger bodies. But, yep, should be a great grand final. I think uh, Zach Taylor should be a walk-up start to the Crows' best 22 next year. He's Very Malcolm's impressive. boy. Malcolm's yeah. jumped on early. Yep. Uh, Baden-Lowe was impressive. He spoke about with uh, Matt Panos before. Macassey, I thought, showed just a little bit, you know, yeah, I one, one he, more I, year on his deal. She did a couple of brave things, but they were lucky kicks. Mm. You know, they weren't lead out, take a big strong mark. They were seemed to be fumbly kicks. And the other peddler not playing, you know, I mean, one play never makes that much difference. But I I thought it was disappointing. Didn't get to see him at that, you know, that next final level. Absolutely. Well, that's all from me. Thank you, boys. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.